Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. <clears throat> I'm Steve Hemphill. Our website is active-faith.org, and my email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. <clears throat> In the last episode, we covered Earth number two, Cursed Earth Details. Today, we're going to cover Earth number three, Post-Flood Earth Details. Now, if you remember, we ended last time with this verse that reveals the violent state of the world uh, in, in the time just prior to the flood. This is Genesis 6, verse 12, GNT. It says, God looked at the world and saw that it was evil, for the people were all living evil lives. Now, this evil state caused God to actually be sorry he even made mankind. Genesis 6, verse 7, NCV says, So the Lord said, I will destroy all human beings that I made on the earth, and I will destroy every animal and everything that crawls on the earth and the birds of the air, because I am sorry I have made them. So God decided to destroy the earth and the people. Uh, Genesis 6, 13, New King James Version says, And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Now, keep in mind here that destruction did not mean total annihilation because earth is still here and people are still here. It actually meant purification by removing the evil people and leaving only the good ones. We'll talk more about this later, but we see this pattern repeating at the second coming. The flood did the same thing in Noah's time that Jesus predicts at the second coming, a purging of all evil, violent people. In fact, Matthew 13, 41, NLT says, the son of man will send his angels and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. Another big change happened in the world after the flood is that God put the fear of mankind into all the animals. This comes from Genesis 9, verse 2, Amplified. It says, And the fear of you and the dread and terror of you shall be upon every beast of the land, every bird of the air, all that creeps under the ground, and upon all the fish of the sea. They are delivered into your hand. Note that the end of that verse says, the all, all animals and birds and fish will be delivered into your hand. The very next verse gives even more clarity. Everything that moves... Everything that is alive is yours now for food. Earlier, I gave you the green plants, but now I give you everything for food. Genesis 9-3, NCV. Wow. Earlier, you see, God gave animals grain and grass for food, Genesis 1-30. And I've given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds of the sky, the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. And God gave people food people grain for fruit, grain and fruit for food. Uh, Genesis 1, 29, God said, look, I've given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. But now he's adding meat to our diet. Genesis 9, 3 again says everything that moves, everything that's alive is yours for food. Earlier I gave you plants, but now I give you everything. So for the first time here in Genesis 9, as they got off the ark, people were a threat to animals. Before this, the entire earth was a worldwide petting zoo. You could pet a tiger or a dinosaur. It's an interesting thought, but nobody was meat eaters until after the flood and God gave them permission. 
Now we're going to end this section on the post-flood earth and the discussion of this with one final detail. This current post-flood earth, which is the one we live in, it won't last. 1 Corinthians 7, 31 says, those who use the things of the world should not become attached to them for this world as we know it will soon pass away in LT. The New Century Version uh, puts a little different slant and helps clarify. It says those who use the things of this world should live as if they were not using them because this world in its present form will soon be gone. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to live today and make decisions today in light of eternity rather than getting worried, uptight, and upset. Remember, this too shall pass truly is a biblical concept. Visit our website again at active-faith.org. Thank you for doing that. See you next time on Battle Plan. We'll cover earth number four, restored earth details. Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.